What's up, y'all? Welcome back to House Rich, the home of the world's best home buying tips. So what I want to talk about is this article I saw posted by Jim Jones. It's kind of gone a little bit viral. It talks about this uh, two companies, LIHC and Chambers Management, purchasing 229 units out in East Holland for $68 million. And, um, you know, he had a problem with it because, you know, that's his community. And honestly, there were two white guys with a, um, the picture on the page. And it's like, hey, how can we take back our community? How we can we control what's in our community? How can we buy this ourselves and be represented by our own people and so i've seen a lot of videos going around about people complaining about it i saw a good video by jay morrison with some actual solutions so what i would do is bring you some solutions as well because solutions are what's matter so i'm not the guy that's going to tell you how to put together a six eight million dollar fund but i can tell you how to purchase property in your neighborhood and i can tell you how to do it for a lot less than you probably think you can do it for so here we go so there's basically three loan programs that are zero percent down there's the NACA program, NACA, and it's a 0% down loan program. You can purchase up to a four-unit property. And it's also, it doesn't factor in your credit as well. Their motto is basically, if you can pay your mortgage, you can pay, or excuse me, if you can pay a rent, you can pay a mortgage. So they factor in basically your ability to spend and save. And so if you have credit issues, that's the program for you. It's um a little thorough, but you got to think about it. They're giving you, uh, helping you get a home for, you know, 0% down and with no credit so there are some some trains and stuff you got to go through but that's a great option you can explore as well um reach out to uh renaissance 125 on uh, instagram he's kind of an expert in that uh category there honestly i've learned most of my stuff from from him when it comes to knocker if you're a veteran there's the va loan i mean that's zero percent down if you're looking to purchase like a condo sometimes you do have to look at certain things because some condos are not insured to the va's ability but if you're looking to purchase like a basically anything that's not in a in a HOA, that's a great program for you. Obviously, not obviously, but you have to be a veteran or at least married to a veteran or um, unfortunately a deceased veteran, and you can use that VA loan program for zero percent down. But that's pretty flexible as well. And then the last zero percent down program is USDA. It stands what you think it stands for: <laughs> United States Department of Agriculture. And basically, it's a zero percent down low program for rural areas. And so. I know here in Dallas, a lot of the rural areas are a lot closer to cities than you, than you would think. So that's a program you can explore as well. You go to USDA.org and you can find out basically put in your zip code and that'll tell you if the, if the land is eligible or not. And then obviously we have our conventional program for 3% down and our FHA program for 3.5% down as well that you can explore. So let's talk about what actually happens when you apply for a loan. So I can go through the conventional and the FHA program. So this is what you need to know. This is the perspective that a loan officer looks at your loan application through. So, you know, the big three that a loan officer looks at are is credit, your debt to income ratio, sorry, excuse me, and then do you have funds available for the down payment? Those are the only three things you need to get a home. So I'm going to walk you through how I look through a, a loan application as a loan officer. So honestly, the first thing, like the first page is just basic information. Like who is this person, name, address, yada, 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 constant information. You got to make sure that's filled in so you can get in, in touch with that person. And those are typically mandatory fields in the application anyways. And then the next thing you look at is, is credit. I mean, that's the first thing you run as a loan officer. That's typically no-go criteria for these programs. So it's like you either have the minimum credit score or you don't. So let's say like conventional minimum credit requirements is a 620. If you got a 619, sorry, you're out of luck. And so that's the first thing a lender does is they'll run your credit. And so if you qualify for the loan program, great. If you don't qualify for the loan program, honestly, typically 
Um, most loan officers will try to, you know, at least contact you within like 24 to 48 hours. If your application is denied, obviously just, you know, so you know what's going on. Uh, but honestly, your, your, your loan program is typically just going to the bottom of the pile and, it, and everything kind of stops right there. There's no analysis after that if you don't even meet the basic credit requirements. So if you do get declined, you know, ask your loan officer why if it was credit. Ask those other questions like, hey, my credit was not eligible, but did I have the DTI to qualify? Did I have the funds for the down payment? Because you're going to need to ask those questions because they're probably not going to bring it up to you because they didn't go through the whole application, honestly. Because, um, and no, no, no error or shade any loan officer. I, I do it myself. But if you have a bunch of applications, you're going to want to help the people that can be helped. And then folks that want to, you know, dive in a little bit more and ask, get in-depth answers to their questions, you can go into it a little bit after that. And so that's kind of the first thing you do. And then the second thing we're looking at when we go through the application, okay, this person has a credit. Now, so we're seeing what's in their credit report and we're analyzing their debt to income ratio. Because once again, that's no-go criteria as well. So like if um, you're working with a conventional loan and your debt to income ratio can go up to 50%, if you're at 55%, 51%, 65%, you can't qualify. And so as a loan officer, what I'm doing now is like, okay, they have the credit, but let me look through their credit report and see what's in their credit and see if there's certain things that maybe they can pay off quickly in order to help with their debt to income ratio. So when you're looking at your debt to income ratio, Remember, it's the minimum monthly payment. It's not the balance. And so, for example, like, obviously balances sometimes where someone have a super small balance where it's like a $400 balance, but then the but the monthly payment is still like 183 because maybe they're still paying down that item versus like a credit card statement, which may be a $3,000 balance, but the minimum monthly payment is like $47. So even though it's a bigger balance, attacking that smaller balance because it has the higher monthly, minimum monthly payment would help a lot more with the DTI than paying off, you know, a big balance. So once again, if you're denied, make sure you're asking your loan officer what the minimum monthly payments are on the items on your credit report. And I ask you can ask them for your credit report as well. Most um, lenders won't send it to you because they're not credit reporting agencies. I know some lenders that will send you your credit report, but um, yeah, ask for it. The worst thing to say is no. But you want to you want to figure out what your minimum monthly payments are as far as your debting and ratio. And they ask your your lender you know what your dti was because you want to know like hey maybe you were at 52 and maybe they don't do the, the analysis and run through like like i did so or i do but you want to say hey if you had 52 percent you're probably in a lot better position than if you were somebody that's like 65 or 70 percent where honestly there's um a slim chance that you are qualifying also if you're like 52 percent maybe you can just lower your maybe you can lower your price point and to help with your desk ratio, or maybe you didn't declare all the funds that you had on your on your application, which goes to the second part of the or the third part, excuse me, of the uh, the qualification triangle, which is your funds available for the down payment. So once again, you need all three of these to qualify. So what I'm looking for as a a loan officer is I'm going to see what they listed on the application as far as their funds. So let's say you just declare what's in your your checking account, um, and I don't know, you have ten thousand dollars in there but you're going to need $15,000 to purchase the home. And so one, how you figure that out is that it's two parts as far as money you need to buy a home. First part is pretty easy. It's your, your down payment. So you got to figure out what your minimum down payment is for conventional 3% for FHA or three and a half percent. The other ones I mentioned, once again, those are 0%. And so you want to figure out what your minimum down payment is. You just multiply that by the sales price of the home. So if you're looking at FHA property, that's $200,000. Your minimum down payment is $7,000. Boom. There you go. But also don't forget closing costs. And so 
typically going to have to ask your loan officer what closing costs are in the area. If you're in, in like the DFW area of Texas, I can tell you, on average, your closing costs are about $3,500 for every $100,000 the home is. So if we're jumping back to that $200,000 home, that's $7,000 in closing costs. So we're looking at, uh, for, what did I say before? Um, $7,500 plus... Uh, <laughs> plus seven thousand dollars so we're gonna get fourteen thousand five hundred dollars as far as the closing costs to go all in to purchase that home and so that that's important as well because you need to know where things lie as far as the the or that's the maximum contribution you'll have to purchase the home for the most part and that never can go up or down based on the the taxes in the in the air but it's also important to know so right now we're in a seller's market but um you can still sometimes get seller's concessions and so that can help lower your closing costs as well. You can do something called a, um, uh, I forget the name of the term, but you can basically raise premium pricing. You can sort of like raise your interest rate to get a credit back from the lender and that aspect. And obviously there's down payment assistance programs and stuff like that out in the in the public for you as well. So you also want to make sure that you're asking your loan officer what down payment assistance programs are available. And so let me jump back to premium pricing as far as helping you get money for the down payment. So what that is, let's say your natural rate is like a 3.000. You can talk to your loan officer and they can like raise your rate to a 3.250. And so what that mean what that, what happens there is you get like a lender credit back for going with the higher interest rates. So you always hear about buying down the rate. So buying down the rate is when they buy down your rate and you pay more money to get a low rate and they don't tell you so they can get your business. But a, the premium price is when they, they raise the rate um, for you and they give you a credit back. So that can help with your closing costs as well. So that's another option you can explore to help with your down payment. But um, yeah, that's the, that's the big three. So like I said, um, issues are easy to bring up. Let's talk about solutions. If you got value out of this, share it with a friend. If you're listening on the podcast, share the podcast with a friend. Share the video with a friend. Um, it just helps me grow. And it helps me put out more content for you guys. And if you ever want to see a topic, let me know. I'll do my best to address that topic for you. So um, that is all for today's episode. Uh, thank you for tapping in with me. Have a great day.